0: I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast.
1: I'm Devica Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Rings from XDP. Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. I'm Corey Willis with PPI. I'm Drew with DNJ Precision Machine.
2: I'm Pinky. And
1: you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. Diesel Power Podcast. And you're
2: listening to the Diesel Power Podcast.
0: The one and only Diesel Power Podcast. We want to welcome White Knuckles Garage back on the Diesel Power Podcast. We've got. Steve and John from the shop, and they're going to talk to us today about a really cool build that they've they've started. Welcome, guys, back on the podcast.
1: Good to be here. Always a pleasure. Oh yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> awesome. Glad to glad to have you on. I've been seeing some pictures on social media of a of a Cummins build, and uh, it's looking pretty cool. Wanted to ask you guys what uh, what you guys got planned for it, and and what you've done to it so far.
1: Well, uh, John that uh, works here, he decided that it was going to be in his best interest to spend an exorbitant amount of money on a truck, and uh, the timing just so happened to work out that, you know, as as we do every year, we go up to ATS, but uh, the timing just so happened to work out that it's going to actually be done, like, this week. (laughs) So we'll probably have not a whole lot of drive time. It'll be like one of those rush things that we always do, but... uh, um, John will probably tell us a little more about it he's uh he's a little more vested in that truck than anybody so what
0: uh, what your truck is it john
1: uh it's an o three dodge uh Cummins
2: commons truck obviously um Port along good got a uh six four b and j engine Uh oh, found nice. a, found a super good deal on it um truth be told it's actually uh, LeVon's original engine. Um, got a set of twin-turbo 72 over an 85 from stainless. And with that engine moving as much air as it does, is daylight and ice. Um, got a set of industrial 300% over injectors. Uh, 10 mil CP3 over uh stock um, LGZ pump. Uh, ATS drum fueler kit. Um, ATS intake horn, uh, in-house built trans by Steve, and it's uh, it's just amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, I think He's trying to get a raise right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, there's not a whole lot of money in the trans. We it was I bought the truck, and it was already built already, and we opened it up and found. A bunch of billet billet parts, billet shafts all the way throughout. So I I pretty much bought a a small gold mine for a real cheap investment. I think I'm only fifty five hundred dollars into the whole truck. Um, It's it's really been a a a dream to chase, I guess. Um,
0: Oh yeah, I mean with the motor and you guys got plenty of fuel and the tranny behind it and.
1: Yeah, you're probably on to clarify. There's going to be a whole lot more than $5,500 by the time he's done. But oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you got you got the truck on a wholesale deal for $5,500 and we threw it up on the dyno. It had a, like an early model 2G swap on this thing and a just a single pump. We didn't know what injector was in it, but it ran decent. We put it up on the dyno and it laid down like 600 plus with the tire on a Like a dyno tech, a real tight dyno. And we're like, oh, what the heck? We got something here. But then it started dropping rail like crazy. We couldn't hold maintain rail and he put a set of two hundred percent then it it took just about every portion of the head gasket out it could. And then that's where that's where he decided to just do all of this. So from blown head gasket to this, I'm not sure how that transpired or what road we decided to go down, but you know, John's been known for stranger things, so
0: <laughs> That's kinda of how it starts though. I mean and it works out, you know, sometimes when something like that happens and you can just upgrade so much. You know, while
2: you're well, in there. It was like perfect timing. I just got engaged and everything, so uh right now is the time to do it. Four kids are on the way and they have other huge uh payments and um, other things. And just right now is the time to do it in my book. So the girlfriend was all about her fiance, whatever you want to say about, about it. Um, she she was happier.
1: And I think I am about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he takes a good there, but... Yeah, he like, <laughs> honestly, Patrick, I think it was like, God, maybe a month and a half ago. Hey, you know, I'm thinking about picking up this engine. I, I don't even know if it was even that or if it was longer. I mean, our world's kind of been upside down here, but... So I think about picking up this engine, and we took a look at it, I'm like, it's yeah, a real good deal if you can get it, you know? So he went over, and he actually picked the thing up at to from the kid that had bought it, I guess, from the long, and... Uh, Picked it up, and well, so what do you think we should do with turbos? So, you know, obviously, you know, we, we use a lot of money stuff. We obviously called them, and uh, we put this on. We put this thing on the dyno. Had enough problems with it this weekend to really just kind of like ugh. It was a, just kind of a rough day, but the results were pretty good. Uh, the uh, the turbos are. It's an S472 over an S485. Um, one OAR on the manifold charger, and I think a one. I think it's 132, actually, yeah, it's a 132 on the atmosphere. Um, this engine has done quite a bit more horsepower than we saw out of it. But he, I think he was running an S-400, S-500 combo to it. Um, a little bit different injector. So the, the amount of people that have actually, I don't I don't want to I, say, I guess truly the amount of people that have helped with this has been phenomenal. Dustin Industrial's been awesome. Um, and it's always the same thing with us. Hey, we got this crazy idea. We need them yesterday. And everybody's always played really good ball with that. You know what I mean? So um, we had Johnny and uh, Trevor do the uh, the uh, piping kit up in purple. And they picked some, like, purple at the powder coat place off of this, like, Yeti cup that some girl who worked there had had her Yeti cup done in this purple. And we told them, just try to pick some purple, because we're going to roll with purple and orange and stuff on this thing. And it's almost like choosing, like, cat's meow compared to the ATS stuff. Like, it literally is almost a dead match. So I don't even know how we've got that figured out, but it's been been fun.
0: See, now you're going to get calls about how to match that.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen, and I sure hope they kept the record of it because we didn't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) As far
0: as, like, what, uh, what your goals are, John, what are you, what are you shooting for? What do you want it to attain, say for power or if you're gonna race it, you know, what kind of times you looking for out of it?
2: Uh, it's just basically one a I, I guess you could call a street beast, weekend warrior. Um I'd really like to maybe hook it to a sled a time or two and see what she will do and obviously take it down the drag strip a few times and basically I'm gonna try and daily drive the truck and just have an all around uh, our house, I guess you could say it. I
0: think that's, then that's really what a lot of guys want. You know, you want as much power as you can get and still drive it on the street. So that's cool that that's that's what you're building it for, and you know what you're what you're trying to achieve with it.
1: Yeah, when we initially looked at you know what type of chargers we're going to run on this thing, I think that's kind of why we decided to say with, with dual S400s. He should be able to tow with it. You know, we put the right tuning in the truck, you will be able to tow. Able to daily drive. I mean, right now the truck drives phenomenal on, you know, on a very light millisecond tune. That's that's going to lay down well over 1100 at the tire, and and it just drives so phenomenal. We just haven't had any time to check miles per gallon or any of that stuff. We I fully intend to tow it here pretty quick. I don't know if John's going to be real happy with me, but I really want to hook this thing to a trailer, and and see what it how it'll tow and how it responds. And I'm sure it'll do just fine. But the readings in between would be very interesting to see.
0: Yeah, that'll be cool. That's, that's, I think, probably the ultimate test for him is, as you guys know, you can drive big chargers, you know, on the street, but you get some weight behind it, you know, how responsive is it, and, you know, what kind of economy do you get and everything.
1: Yeah, the thing, when we first put it on the dyno, you know, we were basically warming it up, double-checking everything, just kind of bringing the load in and... It's stressing the chargers a little bit just to kind of warm it up and not really doing any pulls, but just kind of getting some heat in it and everything and double-checking for leaks, and it's just amazing how well they come at it. It's super awesome.
0: As far as the suspension, are you guys going to keep that stock or or maybe do some upgrades on it?
2: All right. Now it's lifted. I want to say like four or six inch. I'm going to take, take the lift kit out of it probably sometime this summer, this spring. I don't know when yet, but... Uh, set it back down on the ground. I may do a two-inch drop in the rear just to get her sitting level. But, yeah, right now the suspension is kind of on the back burner, I guess you could say, due to every everything under hood is um, my main focus or our main focus. Steve and, Steve and Joe over here at the shop are just been amazing here every weekend. I don't think anybody's seen their family for more than a few hours a day at home they're They're here on the weekends with me and everything it's been a uh, it's been a blast i mean i think it, it, if everybody's had as much fun with this whole project as i have it's it's uh
1: it's gonna be something that's for sure that has been like the one shop rule patrick is like the truck doesn't come in till after 6 seven p m or or on the weekends because I know when you' look, once you drag something like that in the door you don't want to stop. No. You know, so like the, when we agreed to like sit down and just okay, let's put our heads to it and do this. It was like okay, seven p.m. or after or on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you get to look at it all day and want to go work on it, but you gotta wait till.
1: The end yeah, of the day. we. After we got it kind of dialed in this weekend and figured a few things out, we had some equipment problems over with Dino and stuff. So we, it kind of the day got kind of cut short, you know. And uh, John, I told them. Uh, uh, Monday night, or Sunday night, I said, now take it home, you know, show the girlfriend, show the fiance, sorry, fiance. show her, you know, take uh, take mom and dad for a ride or whatever you're going to do, and then just get it out of your system. And he, he comes back yesterday morning and they took her for a ride. I said, what'd, he say? what'd, she, say? what'd she say? You know, how she like it? Oh, after all, well, she was real enthused.
2: <laughs> and I said,
1: well, the outcome the hardest part. He goes, what's that? I said, leave the keys on the counter and don't drive it again till we leave because, <laughs> that's, that's, you're going to break something, you're going to get out feeling funky and here, here goes nothing, probably two days before we leave or something too, you know, knowing us. So.
0: Oh yeah, Mur- Murphy's law, right?
1: <laughs> it, it always works that way, it never fails.
0: Are <laughs> so so you guys going to bring test. it up?
1: That's easier? a success for a lot of these events and these things you go to. I mean, you know, it's obviously on a whole other level for like d p c and stuff, but, you know, putting something together like this and making it all work on a short time base and then hoping that you just don't, I don't want to say it, you know, have bad luck, you know, a day before you leave, you know, so it's, that's the hardest part.
0: Yeah, and it's a good thing that that you brought up, you know, as far as, like, the time after hours, and, you know, we've been talking to a lot of the the UCC guys, and one of the questions, you know, just popped in my head is, what is it like to do a build, and it's, you know, you, you have a day job, you have a business to run, you have a family life, and then you throw in this build with it. Have you guys found that it's hard to kind of balance the time or the off time? You know, the down oh, time yeah. to just kind of... <laughs>
1: I, mean, I mean, you know, John sits there and says, Joe and Steve have been great. I, I realistically think we're about ready to kill each other, the three of us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like between, like who's buying pizza this time and who's buying dinner and then it's like one big, you know, three three big happy merry foods or something, you know, because we're just living here at this point. But it, it does make it rough. You know, I think everybody, John, myself, and Joe, everybody's got the support they need at home to really make that happen. It's it's so key, you know, and and it's to a whole other level than that. It's, it's on an unexplainable level as far as that goes, but, you know, if... if I can only imagine that the bigger guys doing UCC, how much busier they are than we actually are, you know, and, and it would take, you know, I've been to some of these shops that are twice the size of what we have, it's not like we have a monster, we've got your average building, and you can fit five trucks in it, you know what I mean, comfortably, and you're moving two or three trucks out to get one truck in to that level and that caliber to get yourself enough space to do it, and it so it's, it's more than just, you know, okay, let's just pull it in real quick and. Do this, that, or the other. It's like stage everything, get everything set up, grab all these parts from here. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, you get into tube chassis work and stuff like this that some of these other guys are doing. I, it's just, I wouldn't even begin to imagine what our time base would have been like on this. Side.
0: I think for customers though, like you know, a guy brings his truck to you and you know he sees this O three year building and he's got one and says, I want the same thing. You probably have to kind of fight the same thing where you know everyone's excited for more power and doing more you know with their truck and you know the customer wants it done quickly but you guys have to take your time and dot the i's and cross the t's and you know test and verify and make sure everything works is that is that something that's a you know a challenge say, on a daily or weekly basis with some
1: of the, oh, the yeah, buildings? more so than most and this time of year too, you get just an absolute massive uh, amount of price inquiries, you know tax checks are coming in stuff like that so you're you're bombarded by the work you already have. You're bombarded by the possible new work or existing customer work. You're bombarded by all of it. And getting all that to work, you know, that's that's probably the toughest part, of trying to organize it all. It really is. You know, two years ago, I ended up having to take some time off for family reasons, and John really, he'd seen me kind of disappear more and more in the office as we started to get bigger, you know. and. Uh, it was like one of those things where, you know, he spent probably a good week up there trying to juggle both, you know, doing some wrenching and doing that. And a week later, he's says, just, I just don't know how to do this. I <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you respect me more now. <laughs> yeah, that's no fun trying to roll front on both
2: ends. That's, that's a challenge in itself. Definitely.
0: Are you guys going to bring this out to the ATS uh, Dino Day here? Gosh, it's coming up on us like Saturday, March 4th.
1: March 4th, yeah, we're going to go up there for the uh, recertification training, uh, take the truck, we'll um, put it in the Gauntlet Challenge down there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to have what uh, what it needs to win. We just haven't had very much time to test too much with it. It's a Honestly, it's a decently simple setup, and we've used them before plenty of times, but this one, it went from almost just about a bare chassis three weeks ago. I think we've had about eight full days to work on the truck. If you put our time base into where we're at now, we've had about eight days. Um, broke carrier bearing in two pieces on the on, on the dyno Saturday, and there's a one-piece shaft, uh, uh, another shop we deal with over in Pennsylvania, Robert over at uh, uh, Pierce's Diesel Doctor. He's going to go ahead and bring it out, and it was rumored he might just bring a dyno with him, so we might have a little more time to test on this thing before we go. Um, and I'm going to bring the white max again. Um, it, she's pretty well heard at this point it needs a head gasket and probably a couple pistons at this point but it's still running so we'll bring it and have some fun with it too I'm sure, probably put it on the outside down or something and spray it and, you know, hopefully she'll do some good numbers too
0: nice, I'm going to have to get a ride in in, uh, in these trucks when you guys are out here
1: <laughs> I don't know if you want John to give you a ride if you ever rubber rubber stainless call him sometime and ask him what he thinks about John driving in this truck <laughs> <laughs> There's so we took it out they had no traction bars, nothing on it, and it's it's a wild ride. It's a fast truck. And as soon as we got back from the drift test drive, I looked at John and said, "You better tase it or it's going to kill you." <laughs> <laughs>
2: so,
0: okay, I imagine. I mean, just that kind of power, and you know, this they're fun. I mean, that's what hooks us all is just that torque and how it comes on, and it's almost how instant you can center, have it.
1: The ejectors that are in it. Uh, on probably like a 2,250 millisecond file have the capability to do, I think, 1,700 to 1,800 horsepower is what Dustin was telling me. The turbos that are on it are right in that 1,300 to 1,600 horse window. The question is, will we have it tuned in enough at that time to do those kind of numbers? You know, I think we'll I think we'll be a solid 12 to 1,300 wheel horse at ETS but it's Denver. Denver's always different. And Denver either put up or shut up because it's no matter what we do down here, I was on probably 20 different chassis dynos last year, and I, I, between Kentucky, one dyno in Kentucky and Denver, those were always the worst places.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hardest places to, yeah, to make. Well, I mean, especially the elevation here. It's just, you make tons of power, you know. It's just, it's a little bit different, you know, how the guys do it and, and you know, the practice they have from you know, just being at elevation. But, yeah, I'm sure it'll perform great up here. I can't wait to see it.
1: I, uh, this will be the first time we've really had a, the option to use a DNJ-type head. You know, like John told you, it's a fixed four, but it's a non-deck plate. And it's. Uh, I honestly don't know what head it is. I know it's a higher-flowing CFM head. And the way it drives, it just moves a whole lot of air, you know, with these chargers and this fueling on it. And it, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm dying to try it. I'm really dying to see how it responds. And, you know what what will how much we can push the tuning on this thing to see where it goes He's gonna be with the pumps he's got on it he's gonna be right there. you do the math and the calc on at it, a stock l b z pump but a, a, a uh a ten mil uh, honestly he's right there at dead where it's gonna be falling on its face pretty quick if we put enough you know fuel through the ejector so we'll see how it goes
0: are you guys putting up a. Uh you know, pictures and updates and stuff on the White Knuckles Garage Facebook page. Yeah,
1: we've been trying, man. It's been rough here lately. I think mean, we were going to do live Tuesday, Saturday. We were gonna doing all this stuff, and it, we just didn't get near in with that as much as we wanted to. There's been some stuff on Instagram about it. There's been some stuff on Facebook. And, you know, we uh, John kind of decided he's, you know, this strapping young buck, and I was just the old part that needed to get out of his way. So, we're we're uh, that's the ongoing shop joke right now. He's like, he's like, hey pops, what are you doing? Get out of the way. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, he just rolled his eyes. I me. when I told him I found an engine I might buy,
1: he's like, he was in disbelief.
2: <laughs>
1: you're getting married. You sure you want to do this? Yep, I sure do. Well, sure
2: look.
0: <laughs> awesome man. I can't. Uh... I can't wait to see you guys. You know, it's been about a year and, and uh be able to hang out and you know, check out the truck and, and see what you guys do. You always bring always bring really cool stuff to this event. So I'll be looking forward to it here in the
2: next week or two. Sounds good. It sounds great. Awesome guys.